Hello and welcome to another Howlers podcast. Um, it's me. I, I'm here by myself tonight. Kids are with their mom at a 4-H project and uh, got some new mics in today. I wanted to kind of see how they sound, but um, more importantly, I, you heard me talk about it a couple weeks ago. I challenge the kids to do their own sermon and they've both been working on it. I'm looking across the table here in front of me. I see Coda's got some notes down and the reason I did that is um, it, 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 it requires, you know, it's like homework. You, you got to spend some time in it to learn it. But uh, for me personally, and, you know, kind of getting to my backstory, I was asked to well, go even further back than that. I was like seventh grade, me and a, a couple of buddies, we were, we were going to church and we thought it was fun to go and we sat in the front row, you know, we had our suits on and everything sitting in the front row and the pastor come up and says gosh I, I really like that if you guys can do that for four weeks in a row come up there and just sit there be good i'll give you a dollar a piece and uh so we did it and um i remember getting our getting our dollar boy we knew it was coming we got four quarters each of us and during that sermon that that week after he gave us our money he said uh you know the lord laid upon his heart that one of these kids was going to preach and he called me up to the front of that church and um being young and bashful, <laughs> I shook my head no. <laughs> you think it's someone else, man. It ain't me. And uh, he said, well, just, just say, praise the Lord. How's everybody doing this morning? I just kept shaking my head. I, I don't know any scriptures. I can't. And he said, no, just say, praise the Lord. I said, I, I can't. I'm scared. And he finally talked me into it. I think I said, praise the Lord. But that was it. He let me go sit down. And uh, completely relieved, I was. But uh, my other buddy that I was sitting next to, man by the name of Nick Johnstone, some of you probably heard of him, he uh, he got up, and uh, he wasn't scared. Devil didn't hold his tongue that day. That boy started preaching, and uh, I still remember what he talked about. There is one God, one God, and he went on for 45 minutes about that, and that was 40-some years ago, getting close to 40 years ago now, and uh, that boy's still preaching. So I kind of felt for a long time like I, I missed that calling, like I let God down, you know, but uh, I think we all go, go through that in, in our growth in some way, shape, or form where we, we feel like, you know, <laughs> God can use somebody else better than he can use me. And um, I totally get that. You know, that, that day I felt that. But uh, I've had other opportunities come along where, you know, I'm, maybe it's just I'm supposed to help that person. You know, I thought it's funner to go fishing or something. You know, it just... How, how many more chances like that you get and, and letting God down, it, it sucks. You, you, you beat yourself up for it. But the um, more I learn about the Bible, I, 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 <laughs> I guarantee you, I'm not the only one that's ever felt that way. And a lot of our listeners, they, they've been through that as well. Is, uh, you know, you look at Moses. The first time he was called to do it, and he thought he had it all figured out, and nobody listened to him. And, you know, he had to go live with a bunch of sheep for 40 years could hardly talk when I finally got the Pharaoh to listen and called the called the Jews out of Egypt and um but I also think of Noah you know Noah he <laughs> he's living in the desert man and God comes to ask him not just to build a boat you know not one that he could pack but a ship that's big enough to carry every animal in the world two of them two a male and a female every animal in the world and uh what he had to go through to do that and I, I'm sure he had that same feeling God, uh, 
No, I, I, you've got to be thinking of someone else. I'm, I'm not good enough for this. I don't even know how to build. And uh, I, I take it right down to, you know, David and Goliath. David was a bitty guy, but he still killed that giant with the stone. But the, the courage and everything it took for him to walk out there, I think is something I know it's in all of us to have that kind of courage. Like for, for me, even even right now, just starting this podcast, trying to teach the kids. I, I know y'all hear it. I go to reach for a, a scripture thinking I know exactly what I'm talking about. And turns out I don't. We take a little break. We look it up and find out I'm wrong. And a lot of times that, that don't really bother me so much. But when we're doing a recording like this or a podcast and my wife calls me out on something, it turns out I'm wrong. Well, now it's recorded and she can go back and prove it. And uh, I, I, I can be totally dishon- dishonest. <laughs> That don't happen all the time, just just on this show. So, anyways, that's that's where I'm going. You, you're gonna have moments where uh, you just don't feel like like you're good enough in, in being one to serve the Lord. And I, I I totally get it. I feel that. I sitting here trying to teach my kids about Jesus, and I because there's a fire in my heart. I love Jesus, and I, I want to share him with everybody, and I want. My kids to have that same sort of passion, and, and they do. Gosh, they're, they're so good. They, they're not unafraid. They are seriously unafraid in the way they show their faith. And I, I, that, I, I, my hat's off to them. I love it. And I think that that's something that, that the reason I wanted to do this podcast was their, their faith is pretty strong. I mean, we can always build it better. But there's kids out there that can look at them, maybe be influenced by them and, and strive for that too or just listen to them and it gives me a chance to not only just learn the bible but get to that teaching point that i never never really stepped up to the plate to do if that makes any sense my my wife she's really good at it she's gosh she 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 is a a godsend to me i for sure i don't know where i'd be in the world today with without her taking me by the hand or, and sometimes just flat out calling me out. There was a long time where I didn't go to church, but she's, she's been faithful and, and we've been, we've been married coming up on a uh, 22 years now. And uh, that's hard to believe life does go fast. Um, our oldest daughter, she's 21, um, working in a caregiving facility down, down in the Valley. Uh, my other daughter, you know, Dakota, she's, uh, freshman in high school just got her varsity letter so caps off to Dakota very proud of her and Dylan you know I I, I had a pretty good <laughs> recording go on just a minute I, okay this story just happened so I was recording the dogs they, they're out and they started barking and um so I ran out and I hollered at Bubba because he's we're in a little room here at the front of the house so we got our our, our equipment all set up and uh, Bubba starts barking like right out the door so I'm thinking there's somebody walking down the road or anything. And Bubba's our dog. He, he sounds really mean, but usually he's got a toy in his mouth. You know, he, he's a big old teddy bear. But anyways, I walk outside and I yell at him. And uh, the UPS driver's there. He's like, all right, Bubba, you, you did right. But when I hollered at Bubba to be quiet, um, kind of, <laughs> I think that UPS driver, he's just coming around the corner and uh, spooked him a little bit. But uh, anyways, I called Bubba away, everything. He handed me the package and he said, sir. I just want to tell you, um, 
you have a very respectful son. And it kind of caught me off guard because I ain't going to lie, in the last couple of days, Dylan's been a, a kind of a brat to his sister about cleaning pig pens and things like that. You know, things that dad goes through. Our, our house ain't perfect by no means, but family squabbles. But to have him, he's just, every time I show up, he, he comes out and he takes it and he, he thanks me for it. And he's very polite. And I just want to say, sir, you're raising him, him right. And um, I'll tell Dylan that when he gets home because he's had a, had a rough day at school, you know, eighth grade, top of the world. You, you know how it is. Boys will be boys. But uh, as as a being a dad, when, when somebody says that about your kid, you, you can get a little prideful. And um, I don't think that's a bad thing. I am proud of my kids. I, I love how they're both their, their spirituality, their, their, their confidence, and, and their faith. And I, I draw a lot of my faith from them. And um, having good times with them, I know. I I know that they're gonna, they're gonna grow up here soon, and um, I'm gonna be the one wanting them around. And because uh, I already have that with with my oldest, I don't get to see her very much. I I text her every morning. She hadn't been texting me back, but uh, this weekend we were on our way. We went and watched the the four of us, me, Christina, Dylan, Coda. We we went and watched. Um, that new movie that's out, uh, Jesus Resolution, Re- Resolution. I think that's what it's called. Anyways, great movie. Um, I'm a bit of a crier, so I pretty much bawled the whole time. I just love seeing people come to Christ. That 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 hits me in, in, in my soft spot. I, seeing people come to Jesus, I'll do it at church. Somebody wants to get baptized, I don't know. I, maybe I never even shook their hand, never even knew their name, but by golly, and especially when it's a kid. When a kid comes to Jesus and, and starts that, that, that early, man, it... it yeah, it gets me. I love it. Um, I've been fortunate enough in, in uh, my life to even baptize a few people myself. And um, <laughs> since I'm on the subject, I'm going to go ahead and tell the story. Uh, a friend of mine called me up. Uh, I'm say his first name, Eric. Mm-hmm. He called me up and he, a couple years ago and he wanted to get baptized. So I made a trip down to the valley and uh, got a hold of him. He had all his kids there and uh, I picked him up. Want to get baptized in the Oliver Creek. Well, something pretty rare down in the valley, it, it hardly ever snows. Well, that night, it snowed about about four inches up there at Oliver Creek. Well, I picked him up, we headed up there. <laughs> Dude, you still want to do this? He says, yes, yes, I do. And uh, so we found a deep spot. We, we waited out in that middle, middle of that creek where we'd done a lot of fishing growing up, catching cutthroat, and uh, waited out there, snow on the bank and everything, and I dunked him. And... Um, Gosh, that just the the feeling that come over me to to when I don't if you ever ever get the chance, you know that I don't feel like I'm John John the Baptist. Like same thing I started talking about earlier is I don't feel like I have the I what, what gives me the right to baptize Eric. And then that, that situation when I felt the anointing of God come through me and go through that and you, him making them that decision to start changing his life and and. Gosh, it's it's just a, it's a great feeling, and I know we all hesitate, but when you put that hesitation aside and you let Jesus work through you, there is not a better feeling in the world. And I, I don't know. Speaking of baptism, more I want to talk about there because I've baptized a few people, and um, you know, it's I, I've had people. Okay, I, I'm rambling again. If y'all listen to this, you're used to that. But I've had people come to me, they want to get baptized, and they, they kind of think that, that, that that's it, you know, that changes everything. 
And they're right. I mean, that's a that's a huge, huge step when you choose to surrender to God. And, and I, that big word, surrender. You have to surrender to God. And, and we're in a society where we're supposed to be big and tough and we can handle anything. And that's the worldly view on stuff. By golly, we have to surrender. And that is a hard thing to do because we, we are prideful people. I am. But to surrender to God, when you lay your life down and you surrender to God, that, that's, that's big. And that's when you start making changes. And I, looking back at the Bible, that when you do that, it, it doesn't just fix all these problems you got in the world. The problems are still going to be there. You just got a different nugget to help you get through that is what I want to get at. You look at when John baptized Jesus. Jesus went into the wilderness to fast. What happened while he was in the wilderness? The devil came at him stronger than he ever had before, trying to get Jesus to, Jesus to sin, right? What? You're not Jesus. The devil's still going to come after you, but you, you, you're going to have that nugget to help you through it. You're going to have Jesus. And um, that's why I, th I say it's super important to be involved in a church or, you know, at least go get get fed every week to help keep that faith because satan is gonna come at you and there's so many different ways to today to to have that nugget to have that place you feel welcome or whatever be it an online church or physically going i suggest physically going but if you haven't found that that right place that feeds you I'd, how i found the church i'm involved with now it's my wife been going there and i was in a position where i i didn't think church was for me you know and uh, again, a sinner before Christ. But uh, I watched a man when I was kind of thinking about it. He got up on stage and he gave a communion speech out of a camouflage Bible. And uh, our, our foyer at that time, church was a lot smaller than it is today. But uh, our foyer was decorated in uh, antlers and camo. And it's like I, God was throwing rocks at me <laughs> to start going there. So... One Sunday, I just checked a box, just checked the box in a, a, as, a, as a member. I checked the membership box on the back of my ticket, wrote my name down and checked member. And I'd never gotten up and, and said I wanted to become a member of the church, never never talked about that. And I just did it because it felt right. You know, it, it felt right. And, um, well, next day I got a call from Pastor Terry. Love that man. And uh, Ben, my pastor now, he, he they both come over and, sat down while we were, you know, new, new babies and, uh, renting that we were, we weren't homeowners and we were still renting and, um, sat me down and then talked about what that membership means and asked if I'd ever been baptized. And I, I said, no, cause, um, I, I really hadn't. I, we had, uh, played games in our swimming pool with my sister where we pretended to baptize each other, but, uh, you know, there was no significance in that. It, it was, we were doing it because it was fun. We seen other people do it. You know, didn't really understand the meaning of it. And so, uh, yeah, I said no. And he said, well, you want to? <laughs> yes, you know, I'm tired of saying no to Jesus. And and so uh, that, that Sunday, you know, we went there and um, our church has changed a lot because I got dunked and ben, ben did it. And thank you, Ben and Terry and everybody else that that's ever with that been with that church that's played a part in my life. I love y'all. But, uh, where you walk in our front door is 
right where the baptistry was and it, it's moved now because the church has grown just exponentially god's been so good to us here and um yeah so every time i walk through that door i get that that feeling you know i'm walking right through the spot where where my life began to change and i ain't gonna say it changed like immediately i i had my battles i and we all still do but i got that nugget inside me that is jesus christ and he died on the cross to save us Sorry, I get choked up and I'm here by myself. But he died on the cross to save us, to save me, to save you. And all you got to do is trust him and surrender. Just surrender. How long you want to fight, how long you going to run. With that, I'm going to take a little break. back sorry i get so choked up when i talk about how much god loves you because i know how much he loves me and i've given him every reason possible not to um some hard times some some spots in my life that i kind of touched on a little bit in the last podcast was some some really i've had a lot of death a lot of you know i lost both my grandparents through house fire couple years later I lost my my sister and five nieces and nephews ages four to 14 and that that you don't you don't get over things like that and just but to still have faith in God I got every reason not to um my family went through a horrible ordeal a few years ago and it was a time where I wasn't totally oh I'll be honest I wasn't going to church during that time and uh it was crazy to me the people that came through that helped me through that i knew through my church and that's totally a god thing like i, I read that poem footprints in the in the sand the other day and uh, maybe you'd heard it maybe you hadn't that's so true because when i look back at my life there were times i was totally distant from god But he totally had me. And every time, every time that I have turned around and turned back to Christ, he's standing there open arms just waiting. So maybe you're one that has given your life to Christ, but are you truly following him? And answer that honestly. Are, 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 are you doing God's work? Maybe you are. Fantastic. But if you're not, be true to yourself. Brother, sister, find a way to... to help Jesus help others that, that that's what life is all about find a way to help Jesus help others and through that you're helping you so anyways I mean to get, get so in depth or start balling I didn't think that was going to come but um I just say a little prayer tonight um like I said I don't even know if this will get out there it just I'll see what the wife thinks about it when she gets home a lot more I want to say a lot more in my heart but I love each and every one of you. So uh, I'm going to pray. Won't you pray with me? Father God, thank you for your guidance, your spirit, your holiness. And, and you know, I look around at your creation, the, the deer we hunt, the fish we catch, the elk we chase, uh, from ducks to hummingbirds, uh, the gardens we grow. Father, it's 
so beautiful what you have made. And I find it so hard to believe that you still call me your greatest creation because I am so undeserving of it. But I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your forgiveness. Please continue to guide and lead me. And if anybody out there wants to just, just repeat the words, God, continue to guide and lead me. Come into my heart and help me follow you. And it is through your son, Jesus, we say these things. Amen. Thanks and God bless.